Hi there, I'm Chaz. And I'm Liz. And this is Willix is Your Friend. The podcast where you're always our friend. You can dial in and listen to us talk about random crap. And today... <laughs> today, we're talking about... Something special. Something very special. I'll put in a little theme song here. Hey, did you hear the top five albums of the year? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Liz, what are we talking about? So, we decided, you know, we usually talk about this between the two of us. Why don't we share... Uh, you know, these things with you all. And so, yeah, we're talking about our top five favorite albums of 2020. And the criteria that we usually go by of why there are our top five is that um, they're just albums we found ourselves going back to a lot, listening to a lot, maybe albums that have inspired us. Right. And um, just made our year a little better. Yeah, another another one of the things that I kind of used was um, how cohesive is the album? Because I think a lot of people make albums and they're like, like 975's last record was very like... Well, it was very all over. Yeah, it was, kinda, it was almost like a playlist more than an mm-hmm. album. Um, so I think the two things are like... Is it an album? Playability <laughs> and is it an album? Yeah. yeah. Does it actually feel like an album? Yeah, because we talk about this, like, singles and EPs are more and more, you know, what what smaller artists are using to get yeah. their music out. I mean, we do that. But um, the art of the album just uh, seems to be more rare, where artists are putting less albums out and more just, like, kind of singles, EPs, like yeah. smaller projects. Yeah, so. and, like... It's hard to make an album where it's like all singles and make it cohesive. Cohesive, right? Because, like, I think the idea of having an album with all singles is like cool. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually listen to it, you're like, oh, this isn't what I thought I wanted. You yeah. know what I mean? That makes which, sense. Which I have experienced and I have some of those on this list. Um, so we're going to count down five. From five <laughs> to one. One being our favorite, five being our fifth favorite. Fifth favorite. Yeah. It's not really like greater or lesser, I guess. Yeah. Kind of, maybe. I think maybe like one is just takes the cake. Right. You know, and there then the other go. ones. We'll call that takes the cake. And then the other ones are kind of <laughs> second in a way. Secondary. Um, okay, but yeah, you, you start us out. Okay. So... My number five is an, a record called Purple Noon um, by an artist called Washed Out. Um, that's his moniker. His name's Ernest Green. He's from, I believe he's from South Carolina. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, he's good friends with Chaz Bear from Torrey Moi. They kind of started the whole... Uh, chill wave movement back in i think it was like 2009 um which is if you're not aware it's kind of like slowed down um electronic 
uh, kind of funky R&B music. Um, really dreamy, though. Yeah, almost like psychedelic dance music in a way. Not Tame Impala, though. A little more like DJ sounding. So I think it was like Washed Out, Toro, and Neon Indian. And then Washed Out kind of maintained that sound. And uh, he took it and he... He's took it multiple places. I think this is his fourth or fifth album. So, you know, it's, um, he could have gone anywhere with it. But I like that instead of just kind of going down a rabbit hole, he decided to go back to his original sound and make it better. Um, I think it's like a really focused album. Honestly, on my list, besides number one, I think it's probably the most cohesive album sonically. Like, it just, like, makes sense from the first track to the last track. His music is kind of sleepy, so if you're not into that, you might not like it. But um, it's a good album to just kind of put on and have in the background. But also, if you choose to listen to it, it's super, like, ethereal and, like, trippy. Like, you feel like you've just been transported to another world in a way which is really cool because I feel like elevator music doesn't do that at all. (laughs) Washed Out does, though. Like, you think, oh, this is just background music. I'm going to pay attention to it now. And then you're like, wait, this is, like, amazing. I agree. You know? So that's my number five. Cool. What's your your number five? So my number five pick was actually... um, And so when we were talking about this, I was like, you know, I feel like you might be surprised what my favorite album list, like the order in which those albums would be. Yeah, that was hard to do um, for me. We didn't the order. We didn't talk about this prior to recording, like what our top five were. So right. Neither of us know each the other persons. Yeah. But I will say, as like a preface, a lot of the music uh Chaz actually showed me. So this is uh an album that I was really excited about. Um for it to come out and the timing was just really cool so my top five pick was coins dreamland mm. record and that came out in february like kind of towards the end of february um nashville experienced a tornado and this album came out uh like right before it right before i believe yeah and we actually listened to the album like all the way through on a road trip to florida actually is when we listened to it the first time Mm. and so I just have like really good like fond memories of that and um kind of listening to it together and it was highly anticipated for me anyways but I just yeah it was for me too yeah we were both really excited yeah yeah because coin has been one of my favorite bands for years now yeah so I was excited to see where they they kind of took um this album to basically Mm -hmm. I think it has really catchy songs um they did a lot of like uh what are they called like interlude songs on this album that's true yeah i think they're trying to make it like pretty um anthemic like there's a lot of songs that are just like you can just blare them and like belt them and stuff like that um more poppy but a little bit more experimental as well for them and they kind of went a few different directions yeah like this one's on my it wasn't maybe as cohesive um yeah as like maybe the 
first and second album, like sound wise. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I liked the the risks they took. Yeah. Um, and I felt like it was still a coin album to me, anyways, because they have some like, yeah, you know, like just catchy jams that you can really dance to. So, yeah, I was really happy with Dreamland, but it was my fifth pick. That made it on my list too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's actually number four <laughs> for me. So this uh, is good. This is good. <laughs> I wrote they had cool production choices. Um, yeah. They kind of went for a little bit of a bedroom vibe with some of the recordings. Like um, um like the vocals. Intentional yeah. quality differences. But they kind of leaned into their whole like distorted vocals and distorted drums and distorted guitars. <laughs> like, a lot of distortion. <laughs> yeah. It's a, lot di- it's a lot dirtier than their first two records. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant by the risks yeah. that they took. Yeah. I think their third record sounds way more how they actually sound live. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, they're really loud. <laughs> I was, I actually, I feel like I was conflicted because I, I didn't love all the singles. Like, Right, I, we did talk about that. We didn't yeah. like, like, the first two singles that much. I like them now, but, like. They had to grow on us, I think. It wasn't, like, their second record. I think their second album's my favorite. It's my favorite, yeah. too, so. I didn't really know what to expect. I liked like the polished kind of LA indie pop sound. And then this one is a little more right. rock. Um, it's also a little sadder too. So yeah. it just, I don't know. I was like, when I first heard it, I didn't really, I wasn't crazy about it. It took a while for me to, I kind of stopped listening to it. And then I've gotten to the point in the last few months where I've been like, that record is really good. Yeah. Like, I'll go back and listen to it and be like, oh, this album's amazing. I don't know what I was talking about. Yeah. So. Well, and when we talk about albums, like, I think we have to say that we listen to albums when they come out a lot, like, over and over and over. Yeah. So, we kind of wear things out, and then we're like, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I didn't with that record, though. I kind of. Yeah, we, we did I feel like you did a little more than I did. I wore it out. (laughs) The other thing I was. You did it. The other thing I wrote is. Chase's voice to me is just kind of it's got to the point where it's pretty nostalgic like I'll hear it and be like oh Aww. hey Chase familiar it's just like so comfortable Buddy. to hear him sing I don't know I love yeah Chase's voice yeah and his songwriting abilities and stuff he's a great songwriter and lyricist and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that's my number four yeah so my number four <laughs> is uh washed out oh my gosh <laughs> I told you, though, like, our order of favorites is different still, but it's the same albums. But I really like, um, also, I don't know if this is too inappropriate, but autocorrect. No. Never? Okay. Autocorrect. Uh, so it's called Purple Noon, but it, it autocorrected to Purple Boob. And I, <laughs> I left it. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I was about to say, if, like. Yeah. I don't know. If people are listening to this, I feel like they're pretty comfortable with us at this True. point. True. Yeah. You I mean, we're, we're all friends here. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a lot less bad than I thought you were going to say or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, purple boob. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I've been a washed out fan since high school, which yeah. I'm not going to say my age, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> She's 55. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. That would be so weird. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, this is what I'm listening to a lot currently. Yeah. 
Um, we've had it on a bunch. Super pretty record. It's just so pretty, and it did not disappoint me at all. Like, I love how raw it is. Um, we were talking about how the like the album is a story. Um, between his yeah. wife, like their relationship, and it's like very vulnerable, which yeah. I think is cool to hear um, from him. And um, yeah, I just think that's really. I cool. forgot to say, his wife sings on the record. Yes, and she yeah. her is voice like is an angel. Sick. It's super pretty. Yeah, I just really dig it. I don't know, like I had no bad things to say about about this album and i agree with you that it's nice to have on in the background but then yeah it's still like kind of dancey for chill wave i think like you can still dance to it <laughs> i showed it to luke sison yeah you know, our, drummer our drummer and mm-hmm. our buddy and he I, one of the first things he said was like oh dude that's snare like <laughs> he was just talking about the drums and i was like oh i didn't even think about that and we were listening on his mm. really nice monitors and i was like man yeah these drums hit really Wait, hard. The slaps. Yeah, like these <laughs> drums hit really freaking hard. Yeah. But it's also so chill at the same time. Yes. Yeah. It's it's my favorite washed out album. And that well, and Paracosm was in my top ten. Yeah, I think Paracosm's my favorite. It probably still is, yeah. actually. But this one I don't is know. So pretty, it's like though. up there, you know. Like this is like a good This was album. more cohesive than Paracosm. I agree. I agree. So yeah. I don't know. I'm a big washed out stan. You could say. <laughs> so that's your four? So that was my four. What's your okay. three? So my third favorite, and this is hard because I really wanted to make this one my number one, like okay. badly. Yeah. But the one thing that got me was, the is it an album? Oh, is it an album? It is an album, but it's not as much as the other two okay. above it. All right. I think I know which one this is. It's How I'm Feeling Now, Charlie XCX. Oh, really? So I really freaking love this album. I have always kind of liked Charlie XCX, and I've loved her voice and been really interested in her yeah. and what she does. And I always thought she could make cooler music than she did. Like, right, yeah. I always thought her voice totally. was really interesting. Kind of Gwen Stefani-esque. Ooh, yeah. I freaking love her voice. Really random fact about me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So when she put out this record, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, this is what I've wanted from her. Yeah. Just something weird and different. It was kind of my introduction to this. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the, 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 uh, like genre would be called, but the label is, um, PC music that mm-hmm. she's from. And they put out a bunch of artists that kind of all make this similar sound. It's it's like this uh, over-exaggerated, um, pitched vocal. Yeah. Like, weirdly pitched, though. Like It's not auto-tune. It's, like, something different. Some of it's auto-tuned. Some of it's manual-tuned, like, purposefully. Like, like, they'll sing, like, one note and, like, It'll start really high and then go to the note that they're singing. Right. You know what I mean? Um, which to most people they'd be like, "Oh, that's just auto tune," but it's like very intentional, very distorted, aggressive. But it's like it's almost like a it almost sounds like a parody on pop music to yeah. me. <laughs> like almost kind of like MGMT's like uh-huh. "Time to Pretend" or whatever. Not sonically, just like similar in I guess like 
philosophy. I don't know. But yeah, that type of music's really sick. And this record is so good. It's got so many good songs on it. But the problem for me was I felt like the album itself, it didn't flow as well as the other two above it on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super, super, super catchy. And I just thought it was a cool take on pop. Um, and her voice is really cool with autotune. Yeah. Um, yeah. All around great record. If you're don't know who that is or do know who that is and you're like, well, she just sings like pop music. She doesn't. Listen to this album. It's really different. Yep. So if you want something different that's catchy, I'd check that out. Nice. What's your number three? What number are we on? <laughs> number three. Three. Okay, so I think you'll be surprised by this. I was surprised by this, that this is my third choice. Okay. Uh, Sylvanesso, Free Love. Ooh. And That in, one didn't make my list. In the past, Sylvanesso albums, I mean, their first one, I just, it, it changed my entire life. <laughs> and then. It's a dope record. The second album is also one of my favorite albums like ever love that album it's my favorite so i thought this third album was familiar like a hug kind of because they didn't stray too far from the sylvanesso that we already know and love yeah um but they kind of took it to i guess a direction that they like where they are now i guess like with their writing um and i felt like it was not um maybe like as hype as the second album was like there aren't as many like it's definitely a lot more chill it's it's more chill yeah. but i thought it was nice um it was nice to have an album from them this year because it's been a difficult year that's true and i just i love them like they're some of my favorite people <laughs> that is a thing though with this year i and i feel that too i like when i couldn't think of anything to listen to and then i would remember that that yeah. album was out i'd be like oh, oh it's so nice thank god i can listen to something new some new sylvanesso that I love. specifically it that just, sh- honestly that should have been on my list but it's it in your wasn't. honorable mention mentions it definitely is yeah it's at the top yeah well um, yeah there and there's there's like a, it's a good album too. I think the reason why it's not at the top for me is because I haven't listened to it over and over and over like I did with the other albums. Like I've kind of tried intentionally not to wear it out because I want to yeah. still listen to it basically. Like I'm kind of savoring it. Yeah. But um it didn't really pull me in as much as That's yeah. Yeah. After I've mulled over it, that's yeah. why it's my third choice cuz yeah. I just haven't had it on very much. There's certain songs that are really cool, but I don't think overall. It's not like on repeat, the whole album. Yeah. You know? Still a good album, though. Yeah. And I, I still enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm a um, big fan. What's your uh, number two? Uh, My number two is The Slow Rush, Tame Impala. Oh. Um, yeah. So, okay. I, I, love this, I love this <laughs> record. Like, hot take right now. I think mm-hmm. this record is better than Currents. That is so funny you say that because I have that same opinion. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I really do think it is. And I absolutely agree. It's a subjective opinion, obviously. Yeah. I just enjoy it more. I think 
on on a greatness level, no way it's better than Currents because Currents was like similar similar to Night Seventy Five's record. Like it was just like they came out with that album and everyone was like, "Whoa, I've never heard this," you know? Yes. Like first time I heard Chocolate, I was like, "Whoa, never heard music like this." Same with Currents. Like I heard uh, the less I know, the better, and I was like, "There's nothing like this." This is crazy. It's like a. It almost reminded me of the way Phoenix did their vocals because they reminded me of the Beatles a little bit mm-hmm. with their vocal, like kind of an old school, like 70s vibe. Yep. With the bass tone and yeah. the, the drum, a little bit of the drum processing, but maybe just the tone, not like the way it was processed. Yeah. But yeah, hearing that record was crazy. And then this one, I felt like he had a ton of pressure. He waited a long time. Waited like five years or something yep. crazy. Very anticipated. So there was a lot of pressure. I think a lot of people were disappointed, but I thought really? it was really good. Yeah, I think I think everybody's just kind of like, well, he did okay. You know, he. I think the expectations were too high. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I definitely prefer more housey, like. Yeah. Dancey, yeah. synthy stuff. Yeah, like we well, both I mean, like, like Toro Ma's outer piece. Yeah, you this know, this is why we make indie pop. Yeah, we with. like music <laughs> like that. Yeah, and uh, Currents was a little more psychedelic, a little more dreamy. Yeah, um, lost me at times, to be honest. Yeah, you can zone out more to it. I, I can't like. zone out when listening Mm-mm. to the slow no. rush. It's like effective. It's not too long. Yep. Every song has its purpose. Yep. I don't skip any songs because I love all of them. Yep. yep. You know? It's an album. Honestly, this probably should have been my number one because I think I've listened to this one the most, but it's not. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Kevin Parker is a legend and The Slow Rush is an amazing record that everyone should listen to. <laughs> What's your number two? Charlie. Oh. Yeah, I know. She's like, so Chaz showed me You do like it. This album. Yeah. And when it came out and he was like, Yeah, I'm listening to this um, you know, she used to make pop and I was like, Wait, what songs has she done? I was like, Oh my gosh, I know her. I haven't heard listened yeah. to Charlie in forever. Like boom clap. Yeah, like I grew yeah. up with all of that music and um didn't know it was her that had written a lot of those songs. Like I knew, but yeah. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know her name well enough to still listen to her i guess like she's also like a writer adult. too so but she's she like, writes so yeah. much and we've like heard her with from hits. other artists too yes you know? exactly so i knew of her but i just didn't like connect the dots yeah. and then yeah so this album made me dance more than any other album this year true it is so catchy so dancey it's great and i feel like I've been really inspired by Charlie herself, like as a person, she's just like a goofball and like, I don't know, she's just herself and this album came out perfect timing. Yeah. It's about 2020 and her feelings like processing that and it was so relatable um, because it's coming out during all those lockdowns to begin with and I was just like, could really relate to everything she was talking about. And she's just got some good bops on there. Yeah, and it's a great I record. I think it's a really cohesive, like, piece of art, you know, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I liked how vulnerable she was uh, while still being herself, basically, you know? Yeah. So, 
It's yep. a good album. And that's number two. She's got that one line in one of the songs that's like, um, talks about, I want to go to parties. Yeah. Feel the heat off. Feel the heat from the all the bodies. All the bodies. Like dancing or whatever. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's so relatable. I, not that like we go to parties a lot, but just like I think being shows. around humans. <laughs> and yeah, just being yeah. around humans. <laughs> so yeah. relatable. I do like how goofy she is too. Like I feel like pop artists are like way over sexualized and she's just she's like just a goob. I don't care that she's you think herself. that about me. I'm yeah. just gonna be myself. I think it's yeah. inspiring. It's yeah. inspired me a lot. And I just love her voice too. Yeah, her voice is sick. With with and without autotune. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So please listen to that album. It's so good. So that was your number two? How I'm feeling now. Yep. All right. My number one, you probably know what it is. Yeah. My number one record is Ultramano yep. by Idols. <laughs> Idols. This one largely this contrasts <laughs> from the rest of my list. And, uh, you know... Idols is kind of like they're a post punk band from Bristol. I think they're from Bristol. Yeah. Um, and they talk about everything that all the other bands and people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Everything from like rape culture to like toxic masculinity to uh the unhealthy um like pressure that's put on um middle class men mm. in the UK I guess. Oh, that's very specific. Yeah, it's <laughs> really specific things, gun control, like literally every possible yeah. thing that it's should be topic. talked about. Yeah, it needs to be talked about racial tension. Yep. Uh, immigration tension, all that stuff. Yep. And um they're talking about it. But they do it in a way that's really classy and really positive and Which if you Which is so funny for a post punk they're Sound. so aggressive. Like, if you heard the music, you would be like, this is positive. Like, Chaz has gone crazy. <laughs> but if you listen to what they're talking about, like, they have a song on on the record where um, uh, it's called Kill Them With Kindness. And uh, he's basically just saying, like, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter how they treat you. Mm-hmm. Be kind to them. It's like that's such a positive message. Come on. But the way he <laughs> the way he says he's like yelling it. I know. But uh it reminds me of Raging Against the Machine, which I grew up listening to and loving. Yeah, um, you've always loved punk. And I just love a good British accent. I know. Um, just, he's kind of got that King Cruel tone to his voice, really deep and like dirty kind of British accent. I just thought the record was super tight, super focused. Um it's by far the most cohesive album on my list, I think. It just like the whole thing just kind of punches you in the gut and it, it never has a there's never really a low point. Nope. I think the only song that really chills out's the last one. The second to last one and then the last one is an intro to the song prior and it builds and um the last message in the album is true love will find you in the end. Beautiful. So yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really encouraging. I listen to it and I'm like, I can freaking do this. Like, yeah. You know, especially delivering packages for Amazon. I need a, I need a little push. So it's a good album. If you're out there and you like kind of punk, harder music, but you want something with a positive message, I 
strongly suggest to listen to the band Idols, especially this record, Ultramano. Great freaking album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? Can you put a drum roll? Cosine of the week. I don't know where my drum roll is. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. That's your number one, yeah. We're You're the, not surprised. We're the same person. You're not surprised by any of this. No. Even though we didn't talk about it prior, but listen, this this album, though, is my favorite. I love everything about it. It just made me feel good this year. And Oh, yeah. It, I've just listened to it so much, and I'm not tired of it. I'm not same. tired of it. I think it's the best album best production too best production really intentional really good songs again i feel like 2020 artists are just making these albums that are so vulnerable and i just really appreciate it because yeah it's like people talking about their lives being really real and um just making good music yeah i'm excited to see what next year brings me too uh we have a lot of really cool stuff in store for next year we do for our band but yes. i'm excited to see what other people are doing because i think a lot of people were hesitant to put stuff out because they couldn't tour with i know and like really support support, support the music yeah so um we put a single out we did we put two singles out yeah right? yeah so that's cool um i kind of thought nothing would happen after <laughs> after covid i had this feeling like no, we would never be able to we're on a stand do so. music again maybe oh my gosh <laughs> i know I there's know. like a moment where we're just like well what? should we just quit <laughs> but i'm glad that we're still doing it and uh, yeah we're thankful for you guys for supporting us yeah, yeah. that record's amazing though. yeah it just it it hit different this year to me it I don't did know. yeah i really needed that album so yeah, and um, we have uh, honorable mentions. Right? I got a yeah, I got a list of honorable mentions. These are not in any particular order. I'll just kind of read them off. So I'll start with the one we already know: "Free Love," Sylvan So that one would be on my top ten if I had a top ten. <laughs> um, right, we did five because this would be way too long. <laughs> yeah, I really love "Frequency." That song from that record, really random, but um, yep, that song's sick. The music video is sick. It's in North Carolina. They live really close to where I'm from. Yep. Which is super cool. There's a bunch of artists that if they put their record out this year, it would be on my list. Yep. Like Porter Robinson, Shame. Uh, I can't even think of all of them right now, but there's, there's so a lot many. That are just have singles, um, but not their album out. Another yep. honorable mention would be... Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the album. It's Purity mm -hmm. Rings album. Yeah, it's Womb. Womb. It's on mine. Yeah, Womb. Yeah. Woomba. <laughs> um, it slaps. Yeah, it's sick. It. I just didn't really... I think We haven't listened to it very much. Yeah, I think it's sticking in our brains more now than it was. That's why I put... I, yeah. was, I was just saying, I'm listening to it now. Yeah. Um, But when it came out, I didn't like listen to it that much. I think it wasn't really what we were expecting, maybe. I don't yeah. really know. What else you got? It's super good. Uh, Yeah, you've shown me a lot of music this mm -hmm. year because you've been all over the place, right? So I put Ryan Beatty, uh, Dreaming of David, because oh, I actually I about really that like that album. You like that album? I really like it. We listened to it in the car a lot. And then uh, Dominic Fike's album grew on us, the What Could Possibly Go Wrong album. Yeah. 
I really like it. It made it on my honorable mentions. I actually feel like I love the it. opposite. I liked it when it came out, and I like it less now. Really? Yeah. I really like certain songs on it, but I just felt like <sighs> he just put out so many good singles. It did not hit as it hard as we not, wanted it. It did to. not it follow didn't through. It didn't fully. No. You can't put a song like Chicken Tender or Chicken Tenders, right? Chicken yes, Fingers. Not chicken Fingers. Chicken Tenders. <laughs> I never call them that. Why would you Sorry. ever call them Chicken Fingers? Ew. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Chicken Fingers are gross. What is that? Like a Southern thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Chicken Tenders is such a good song. And then like, what was the other one he put out? Phone Numbers? Phone numbers. That was before. Yeah. But still, I was like, this is going to be the best album ever. I and know. then he... I had this bad feeling, though. Like, really? it was going to suck. And then it came out, and I liked it. And it's just, I just not really an album. It doesn't cut it. The songs are too short. It just sounds random. Half, the production isn't as gun. good yeah. as the others. As the, I hate it when I listen to a record, and I can tell which singles are the singles. Like, because the production is better. Know, That's yeah. the worst. That's not good. Like... Put more work into your production. I know we're hating on it, but it was on my list because no, it grew yeah, on me. Yeah, Dominic Fike's super. This year. He's super talented. He's great. We've listened to. I him think a it, lot. there was a lot of pressure for him. I have a feeling that he's going to put out his next album. And it's going to be better because maybe the pressure will be a little bit less. Maybe he'll feel better because mm. I got that out of the way and people didn't like it. Yeah, the first. So now album it doesn't matter. Thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's something about putting out an album that doesn't do well. I know. Um, I think it kind of did pretty well. It can push you to be better, though. But, yeah, I think it frees up artists, though. Because yeah. it's like, oh, I can do whatever. I oh, want Oh, nobody now. liked that? Cool. Let's do whatever we want. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I hope that's what he does. Um, that's funny. What else you got? Which might make his next album even weirder. But, uh, all right, my next one is... I have two freaking albums that are Spanish, and I can't pronounce either of them. Really? Wachito Rico? Am I saying that right? Let me see. It's uh, Boy Pablo's record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, close enough. It's Handsome Boy <laughs> in Spanish. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Or Waquito? We've listened to that a lot, too. C-H. I love it. I love Is that it. Huh? Cut or Ch? It's C-H. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know in that particular word. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know other languages. Yeah. very well. I don't want to butcher it. Uh, this one didn't make my list for kind of for the same reason that Dominic's didn't. Um, maybe slightly different. I felt like the singles were all really good, and then all of the singles were on the album, and there were a lot of singles. I know. Too many singles. There was literally like eight singles. Like there's too many That's for like the a art, full length the album, album. Is not. Uh, yeah, it's not really like you a thing literally anymore. put out your record already. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was just putting it in one like a um, playlist kind of. <laughs> but there's some really freaking cool songs on that record. Yeah, and we love Boy Pablo. Um, what else I got? Orca, Gus Dafferton. Ooh. Um. Wait, Gu- have I listened to that at all? I showed it to you a few okay, times. I don't remember. <laughs> it's um. It didn't make the list for a few different reasons. Um, Gus Dabberton is really random. Yeah. Really cool artist. Um, if you like kind of bedroom pop, indie pop, you you might like him. He's got a really weird voice. Um, I had to get used to it, which is weird for me because I love weird voices. Yeah. But um, 
he's kind of a little bit jokey with his music. Mm-hmm. It's not super serious. This record was really serious. Oh, so right. I like that he switched it up. Um, and I think this was his debut album because he has like EPs and stuff. I think this was his first album. Wow. Um, I think he'll be famous. I don't know. I, I feel like he's going to be one of those cult following type musicians. Yeah. He kind of already is. Um, Agreed. That's kind of why I didn't make the list though. It Got just, you. I don't know. It, I feel like we're forgetting something. I have, don't you feel like that? I have more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Still going. So, Epics, Derek Pope. We were listening to that today. That was today. on my list. Yeah. Um, I love his voice. Great, great album. Great voice. Very cohesive. Just isn't, I don't know, that type of music isn't my favorite music, you know? Like, hip-hop. You have to be in the mood for You really that, do. It's like dark R&B. Dark R&B yeah. stuff, yeah. All right, you can read huh? off a few. So, I said like seven. <laughs> Oh, well, um, that you was it, else? actually. You've already I just said have, all the ones. I just have one more. Okay. It's Apol- Apolliano. Uh, Omar oh, Apollo. Omar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This was really weird. It, I don't know. I love Omar because two reasons. I love the way he plays guitar, and I love his Super voice. Super tasteful. And I felt like there wasn't that much guitar. No, I agree. And I felt like his voice was like, I don't know. I felt like they messed with it too much. It didn't sound like... Um, he switched up his singing style this, a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it almost like Frank sound, Ocean. It sounded like a different artist. He almost like is trying to sound like Frank Ocean too much Maybe, or something. Yeah. I don't know. I still love him, and I think he's awesome. He's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll, I think his next record will be good. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. He's the type of artist where like you don't know what he's going to put out. Cause his, That's true. He put out an EP He's before this album that was like, stuff going it on. was like neo soul, like funk. Yep. And we were like, whoa. Wow. And then it had a song that was like Prince Michael Jackson from the like 80s. Pop. Yeah. So it's like, you'd never know what he's going to do. He's super talented. So he deserves to at least We still be listen mentioned. to it, but not on the top. That's all I got for my, uh, wow. my mentions. It was a good year for music, yeah. despite everything. Conquered a lot. <laughs> we did conquer a lot we did it together guys and that concludes this episode of Willix is your friend I'm sure we're forgetting artists you know and bands and yeah. we'll probably think of it later and be yeah, like ah maybe. we should have said that yeah definitely honorable mention Willix vacancy <laughs> in your arms I'm just kidding oh that's good uh yeah a lot of good music a lot of good music to come yeah, here's to 2021. Let's make it the best year we've had.